Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate. My name is Jessica. My name is Darwin. Welcome to episode 81. Let's get it. I want us to share two videos specifically, or I'm, I'm probably, we're probably not going to put the entire video because they're a little lengthy, but we're going to, you know, share certain parts of the video mm. that I think are pretty important and we should talk about. Having to teach and work with you guys as children has been the most traumatic experience of my life. I teach five-year-olds ballet, five-year-old girls ballet. I have a class of 10 students. They don't respect any authority. You ask them, can you stand in your designated spot? They're telling you no and shut up. They're throwing things at each other. They're throwing things at other people, other classmates. You say, can everybody sit in their spot? I don't want to. I'm not doing that. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not my mom. You confront the parent. The parent tries to argue with you and fuss at you because you tried to reprimand and redirect their kid. I told a young little girl, please sit in your spot. You're not my mom, you don't tell me what to do. Okay. When her mom came to pick her up, I said, hey, your daughter's having a hard time following instructions and seven times today I've had to redirect her to just sit in her spot. Well, clearly she didn't want to sit, and mind you, this is a mom. Clearly she didn't want to fucking sit right there. So, I mean, if she's telling you she don't want to do something, why keep asking her to do it? You know she's not going to do it. What world do we live in? Like, what in you guys' brain as a parent says, hmm, my kid not following any directions is a, is a great thing. It's not that serious. And y'all don't have a right to tell her what to do. It's sad. It's sad. It's really, really sad. And another thing that's heart-wrenching is horrifying. It is horrifying. Your five-year-old daughters are asking to listen to Pound Town and Ski Yee. Your daughters, your five-year-old daughters are asking, can we hear Pound Town? I'm playing them Princess Tiana ballet music. And they are asking me, can we hear Pound this ballet teacher, right, who is working with these little kids, five year olds, because they're they're little, yeah, is stressed the hell up because her little kids, which is insane to me, because we have a five year old, that's insane to me. Um, they're not following instructions, and and mind you, I know that you know when. Your kid is five. There's work to be done. You know, some kids will test your patience and that's totally okay and normal. But when you are a teacher, right, any type of teacher, and you have a classroom setting of more than five children, right, you need rules, Mm -hmm. right? You need discipline in the classroom. Your child can't just be running around and doing as they please because you're one person with all these little kids that you need to instruct. Yeah. And the fact that she's complaining about not having the parental support is mind-blowing to me. Not even just the parental support, just, like, what she's seeing is not even just, like, they're not listening. They're not listening. They're being disrespectful. And then when she tries to get the parent on board Mm -hmm. to, you know, let's fix this, and she seems... You know, I know that there could be exceptions to this rule, and there might be teachers who can be, you know who shouldn't be teachers, Mm -hmm. right? But by the tone of this young lady and the way she's presenting herself in this video, she seems like a very sweet young lady. Yeah. 
Um, and we should, like, as parents, again, I, I agree with her because I know I'm not a teacher and I'm not in that setting. But, you know, you don't have to be in that setting to sometimes see and observe how us, the parents, we are failing our kids sometimes. Yeah. Is this happening way too much where the kids are way too too much time on their own and they're not getting any discipline in the home with even like little things, you know, like, you know, being, you know, clean or your neatness, your room. Like there's just little things that you can do in your home even to make your child understand that you're a kid, I'm the adult, and you need to respect me. And there's a lot of, you know, different arguments about, like, gentle parenting and all this stuff. And listen, I don't believe in, like, beating up your kid for everything. And, you know, sometimes a little in the in the hand won't hurt, you know. Um, I didn't grow up in a household where I was beaten up. But, you know, like, my, my parents were definitely not soft on yeah. me. Like, at all. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be physical to be hard on a kid exactly for for a child to understand that they need to respect authority like i'm not physical but i am hard on my kids like they they know and all you have to do is literally be speak to them in a tone where they understand is business like you are crossing the line right now and for the most part we haven't had an issue like our kids are still you know 10 year old five year olds They've tested, you know, our boundaries. Our kids are not perfect. We are not perfect parents. We're not trying to say that we have it all down packed and that we never have issues with our kids. They will test your boundaries. Like, they will do it. Yeah, but testing and, and versus, like, what you're, you're seeing, and I've seen it before, like, kids are getting wild. Even the way they, they speak and the words they use is because the parents either are using it with them in the house or... The parents they, just allow it. Yeah, or they just use it with with anybody so the kids like oh yeah i could say this like it's normal right and words have meaning we can't continue to ignore the fact that you need to speak to people with respect and your children need to understand that we need to stop this thing of you know like making kids feel like you can talk to whoever you want in whatever tone you want Mm -hmm. like that is not that that's where that's how that's where respect starts You can't allow your child to speak to older people as if they were the adult and they have no respect for authority or adults. And again, maybe teach your your children, you know, maybe teach them that there are adults that may not be good, Mm -hmm. right? Because I have hard conversations with my kids, you know, according to their to their level, right? Because I only have a 10 and a 5-year-old. So I can only have conversations that are on their level. I'm not going to start explaining things explicitly or having, you know, these ridiculous conversations that are out of their age range. But, you know, they do know that if an adult, you know, crosses your boundary or makes you feel unsafe, touches you inappropriately, like, they know all these things, like, you're not supposed to just do what they say because they're an adult. Yeah. They're clear of, of that. I've tried to explain that to them in many ways. But they also know that if they're in the presence of an adult, 
And I, if I feel safe enough as their parent to leave them with this adult, which is not many people. My, my mm -hmm. kids just go to school and they're in the classroom with their teacher and they interact with anybody that's in the school building um, or they're in my mother's house. My kids, I don't leave them with strangers at all. I don't leave, leave them with nobody. <laughs> it's very rare. Um, yeah. Um, it has to be a big emergency for me to have to do that. And I haven't had to go through that, thank God. But, you know, I don't just leave my kids with anybody. Um, so if I trust myself leaving my kids with my mother and even them, they know that they can come to me and tell me if, and if something is wrong, it, they know that they are free to come and tell me. It doesn't matter who the person is. They should feel free to come and tell me when mm -hmm. something is wrong. Right. And we will address it. But they understand that they need to they need to respect the my the elders. Mm -hmm. They need to respect my mother. They need to respect my 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 father. They need to respect their auntie. They they have to. It's not a if you want to respect them, you know, like no, these are people you cannot disrespect. That actually I teach them that they cannot disrespect anybody. Even people on their own level. Yeah. Is uh, it, not acceptable. For me, you have to be kind to everyone. If somebody's being unkind to you, you let me know. You don't have to deal with them. But for you to just go around life with this entitlement, because this is what's happening. These kids are growing up, and they're having this mentality of entitlement. They have this mentality of I can do, say, and do whatever I want wherever I want. And that's not how the world works. That is not good for anyone it's gonna be worse because once they start growing up and they get a reality check and you know what what i feel is happening you know unfortunately we want to like close gaps between different things you know speaking financially speaking you know on you know social levels we want to mm -hmm. bridge the gaps right but what's going to happen is that the parents who really care are going to do everything in their power to not have their kids around these other kids who are being disrespectful and, and whose parents don't care about them and just throw them out in the world. And they're going to be so lost. Yeah. Because nobody wants kids or even adults who have that much entitlement in them around them. It's not, it doesn't help in any way. Another thing is she mentioned, like, it's a ballet class. And, you know, um, and the, I was going through the comment section and a lot of parents were saying, like, have a conversation. Like, give these parents warnings and tell them that if the kid does not correct their behavior or they don't know how to follow instructions in the classroom or they're disrespectful, tell them that they are going to be kicked out of the class. But she is an after an after school program, mm -hmm. which basically helps the the parent have more time at work, right? Until they have to pick up the kid from school. So she basically is not a private class, yeah. so she can't kick them out. Um, but again, that doesn't solve the issue the 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 adulting parenting issue. Yeah, I don't think I don't think. Just talking to the kid will solve the issue because that's not even something that it's just like, hey, don't do this. 
like that's already ingrained in in, in their life. Is at that, that point. If, if the kid is acting that way, is not even a kid problem. It's a parent. That's problem. what I'm saying. That, that it's not just like have a conversation with your kid. Like, right. They probably will. They probably have a conversation with the kid every night, and the kid is just like whatever. And if the if the parent is already if the kid's already in after school, that means that the parent comes out of work late, most likely. Mm-hmm. They probably get home and it's just like the bedtime and all that stuff, and they just. Which is, you know, like I think about so many scenarios, right? Because I understand that now our generation is working a lot. You know, mm-hmm. things are hard. Things are expensive. I know everybody doesn't get the privilege of working, let's say, an eight to four. Some people have to work overtime to make ends meet. And it's hard, you know. And some of these after school programs are literally just daycare for these parents. But can we have some empathy as parents? I understand you're overwhelmed. I understand that you have th- bills to pay, that, you know, you can't just be, you know, um, I guess, aware of everything your child is doing. But can we at least give these, these teachers some support? Yeah. Can we at least make them feel like, you know what, I'm going to do what I have to do on my part so that your job can be easier. You know how many times um, throughout this elementary school process with Armani I write a message to the teacher I'm very grateful when I feel like my teacher um like my son comes home from school and he is you know happy to go to school the next day and I don't hear complaints about you know his teacher or him not feeling comfortable in class I feel very happy because that makes me as a parent feel at ease when I send my child to school and he'll tell us what teachers he don't like or if they do something that they don't like, you know. But it it has always been very minor things. And, you know, Armani's just, like, a little sensitive mm-hmm. sometimes. And he doesn't like to be in settings where the kids, let's say, are being punished. You know, and sometimes these teachers have certain ways of going about the class. And if somebody does something wrong, the whole class is in trouble, whatever, which I think is wrong. But, you know, every classroom is mm-hmm. dealt with differently. But, you know, every time that I know that my child is being well taken care of in the classroom and I see that the teacher is... Um, very aware of how he's doing in class and they try to, you know, keep me in the loop with everything. I always take out time to write or to send them a thank you. Like, thank you for being an amazing teacher for my child. Because I know that that job is, is not an easy job. Definitely not. And they're definitely underpaid. So a lot of teachers become teachers because they want to make a difference in kids' lives. You know, that is a a, a job that they have impact on mm-hmm. these kids' development. For life. For life. And so I'm appreciative and I try to make sure that they understand that I appreciate them being a good teacher to my child. And the amount of times I get the, res- the response I get back, which has been more than once, is usually they're grateful with me. Mm-hmm. And... It hasn't been one teacher that has responded this way. It hasn't been two teachers. It has been at least four teachers that when I write something like that, their response to me is, no, thank you for making my job easier because Armani is such a great student and he's such a good kid to have in class. And a lot of them tell me, like, I wish every child in my class behaved Mm -hmm. and was so well-mannered. And I'm not saying this to, you know, brag about my child. But, you know, that makes me very proud as a parent, too. The fact that I am raising a young boy who, in a classroom setting, 
um, respects authority, is well behaved, you know, respects his classmates. He's a team player. He's a leader, you know, in his classroom. I get all these words from the teachers every year. And that makes me super proud. It's, I, it's not just because we speak to him, though. It's because that's what we show show him. It's it's because it's it's the rule all across the mm-hmm. board. And he knows that's the way. how what it I'm is. What I'm saying is, like, it's not like we carry ourselves a different way. So he sees that, and then he's like, oh, when I go to school, I got to play the, the role of being a good kid. It's True. because it, in the home or wherever we at, like, we play that role. So We are, though. To them, is like... Okay, this is what I should do. Right, but that's the problem with with some parents that don't that want their kids to be perfect, but on the other hand, they're just like out and about and not respecting nobody. And with then with their friends, it's like you know just talking. That's a good point. That's a good point. Our kids are always watching us. Mm -hmm. They know how you behave. They know how you speak. You know, again, we're not perfect parents. I definitely, you know, I don't curse that much (laughs) um there might be like one curse word i say like when i'm really frustrated but even then like my child knows that they're not allowed to ever curse like we just have rules and boundaries that are put in place in our home one because we want to make our lives easier as well we don't want to be in a chaotic home with children who don't even know how to follow any type of instruction how hard would that be for us as well And for us to, you know, have kids and just let them, you know, do whatever they want in our homes, you know, like we're going to pay for this at some point. Like as a parent, you're going to pay for this at some point. You're not going to be young forever. You know, the point of having children is to have a family, you know, to to raise good young men and women for a better society and if mm-hmm. we're as parents are not doing what we have to do our jobs in our homes we're we're headed for trouble yeah like your job as a parent is so important maybe more important than some of you guys may realize and sometimes you know maybe at this point because you're maybe you're in the moment and you're thinking you know Ah, that's not a big deal with their kids. They're going to do whatever they want. Yes, their kids and they're going to test you out. But you as the parent are the one who's supposed to let them know, hey, no, that's not right. Let's do this the right way. It doesn't matter how many times you have to repeat the same thing. That is your job. Your job is to repeat as many times as you have to repeat what's right for that child to do. That is what you have to do. It doesn't matter. You cannot get tired. Uh, and also, like, when you have friends over, let's say people that have a lot of friends over or going out with friends, like, the way your friends talk to your kids is also plays a big role. Because there be people that treat them like they're boys. Like, nah, bro, we're not, they're not boys. Like, you could be cool, but you're not going to talk to him like... Like he's a grown uh, yeah, exactly. person. And you're talking to a kid. Um, another point that she pointed out was that the kids, the kind of music that they wanted to play mm-hmm. in a ballet class was like, I don't know what that music is that she was talking about Powtown, whatever it was um i didn't even look it up because i already know it's inappropriate by her tone of voice and the in the comment section definitely told me like that was wild um and i didn't even look it up i don't know what that is never even heard of it but that matters i've said this so many times so many times i think in in previous podcasts you may think it doesn't matter 
but it does matter. On a on a child whose mind is still developing, the type of music you listen to around your kids matters. You may think that they're not listening to the lyrics, and maybe they're not, but maybe they are. <laughs> and so you need to be careful because you're as as a society these parents who are not aware of how they're bringing up their kids, you're creating monsters for the society. You're creating kids who are self-centered and don't care about anybody. That's a dangerous thing. Um, so there was this other video of, an, of another, you know, this one was a guy, and we're going to play it briefly. You, as a parent, did a terrible job at raising your kids. Because what I go through at my, at my job, it's, it's, not, it's not acceptable. It's illegal in every single state. I work with kids, you know, from middle school, elementary, whatever. And, and here's the issue. They're very disrespectful. They don't listen to simple instructions. And they know a lot of things they should never know. Today, I was doing my job. I, I was sitting down, observing how the class is going. And I look at a student... And I can tell that they're confused. So I politely ask, hey, do you need help? The girl looks back at me. She was like, do you need help? Can I help you? I'm 23 years old. She's in the seventh grade. And God knows how she talks at home. Also, the side conversations that I hear while I'm just sitting there on my laptop doing my work, it's beyond, it's, it's insane. I heard that she was like, when I get a boyfriend, if it's not like 50 shades of gray, I don't want it. This is insane. As you guys can see, this this guy, he is with seventh graders. So these are much older kids. Mm -hmm. And so the disrespect, like for how much money in seventh grade, yeah. this is middle school, not even high school. So for how much money would meet in the seventh grade? I Hamas, Hamas, se me cae la cara. Like, I just, first of all, in the seventh grade, I was so innocent still. Like, I, yeah, you had, like, little crushes, right? Like, oh, so-and-so likes you, you like him, right? You have a little crush. I do remember that in the seventh grade. But it was still very innocent, Yeah, you know? And the fact that this young lady, seventh grader, Woke back to her professor, the teacher, like, can I help you with that type of attitude? I just, I do, you, can't. do you feel, first of all, I feel like he's super young, 23 years old. Mm -hmm. Like, do you feel there should be an age gap requirement? I don't think so. He's 20, he's the, he's the teacher. You should respect that person no matter no, no, how no, old I, and I, how, I know, how young. I know they should respect them. I mean, clearly. I'm like, I'm 23, aren't like seventh graders? How old is seventh grader? Twelve, oh, thirteen. Never mind. never mind. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm thinking like a seventh I was, grader. Listen, I was in high school. No, no, I'm thinking like a seventh grader is like seventeen years old. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. no. I was in high school and I had a teacher who was very young, Miss Miss um, Garcia. Yeah, Evelyn, who <laughs> I still you know keep in contact through socials and stuff sometimes. Um. And she was like the youngest teacher I've ever had. She was a very young teacher and she was teaching high school. She was so young, she would never disclose her age because people would always have that question. She looked young mm -hmm. and she was one of, you know, by the way she carried herself, you could tell she was young too. But that doesn't give the students the right to disrespect yeah. that teacher. I never, I, you, 
I would have never had that courage and that, you know, that entitlement to feel like I can talk to my teacher in that way, no, no matter what grade, not even in college. Um, and that's just sad. I feel like this needs, we need to, we need to do better. There was another video, like the, the, this was the second video I came across. And then another, you know, the algorithm starts giving you the videos. And I didn't realize how much people were complaining about these things. And it, it just made me very sad. It just made me think like, wow, what is going on? Like, what is going on in the brains of these parents who feel like that is okay? Is it trauma? Is it that they maybe went through something as when they were younger that makes them feel like my child doesn't have to listen to anybody, to any authority? We need to really think about how harmful that mindset can be because if that child grows up with that mentality guess what you as a parent when you get older you also have no authority over that child and when that child disrespects you and comes to you at your face and talks to you all types of way because they feel like they run the world you're gonna regret everything yeah because now that that seventh grader was that five-year-old that the other girl was talking about. Exactly. Because they keep growing mm-hmm. with that mentality of, you know, I don't need to respect anybody. You know, I do as I please. And it, everything comes full cir- circle. You mm-hmm. know, at this point, that child might be disrespecting um, the authority inside the school building or wherever you're dropping them off daycare. But just remember, that child will always be your child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some point, you're also going to be dealing with their disrespect because that's what you taught them. You taught them that, you know, everything is fair game, mm-hmm. you know, and that there are no rules. So we need to, as parents, we, we need to do better. We need to do better. And I also feel like parenting, you know, and like guiding these kids through the right path is also a community effort, you know. So let's not feel like, Parenting is just your job. Be grateful when you have a teacher, a counselor, someone in the school building who is concerned for your child's behavior. Be grateful that they are pointing it out and that they want to help. You know, I know that there are exceptions and that there are, you know, adults who just should not be in a school building, who who should not be in the education system because you should have patience to be dealing with children. You need to have patience and you need to have a heart. You need to have empathy. You need to be caring and loving, right? Because that's what kids need. But the reality is that most of the people who are in these buildings, they're with their kids for a very long time and they see how your kids are behaving. And if they come to you from a place of love, trying to fix the problem, trying to fix the fact that your child is not, you know, doesn't know how to follow instructions or isn't respectful or is bullying, please listen to them and with an open heart and work with them so that your child can have a better future so that their outcome in the future is better and they're not, you know, just they're going to get in trouble in the future if they don't, you know, if these things aren't addressed the way that they should be. If they don't have the right guidance. Right. So, um, like, let's work together. This is a team effort. Everybody in the community. If you, I always tell, you know, I make sure other people know, like, if you see my child doing something that they shouldn't be doing, like, let me know. I yeah. want to know. 
you know, and then I'm going to ask him like, what happened? What's the deal? Like I, but if you see my child doing something that it's inappropriate, I would be 1000% grateful that you brought it to my attention because it needs to be addressed. Smart woman right there. I don't even got to talk. <laughs> but yeah, I think that this is a very important conversation. You know, I thought that it was just a good topic to, you know, just talk about. So talk to them kids. Yes, like let's let's do better. We need to raise these kids to be good adults. We need to st- raise them to be strong. We need to stop accepting mediocrity from them. We need to stop just allowing them to do the bare minimum. Yeah. Because and it's not even just dumb. It's like, you got to get better. Yes. Like as, as a human, as a person, as a parent. Yes. Because if you don't, it's just not going to work. It's not. It's, it's definitely a, a team effort. So let us know your comments down below. Have you guys um, seen anything that really alarmed you maybe at your child's school or, you know, what are your thoughts on this topic? I really want to know how you guys feel about it. Um, and that's it for today's podcast. Until next time. Um, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already done so. Hit the bell so you can be notified every time you post a video. If you're on any of the audio platforms, don't forget to leave us your reviews. It really helps us out. And until next time. Peace.